Hi, this is your Talk Today host, Ron. Today we'll be discussing none other but the infamous welfare cheat known as the welfare queen. So, if you're not from America, you're probably not familiar with the term. But if you are, then you're probably thinking, why do you want to even talk about the welfare queen? And to those who aren't from America, you're probably thinking, what even is that? So, let's divulge in the conversation. Who is the welfare queen? The welfare queen was a potent trope employed by the president, none other than Ronald Reagan, are we surprised here, to demonise those who came from marginalised backgrounds in order to strip them away from public away from public assistance, such as food stamps, and being rightful recipients of financial assistance. And this caricature and stereotype holds strong to this day and is heavily prevalent in the American society as many don- as many presidents, none other than the Donald Trump, are we surprised her yet again, who simply utilise this caricature as an excuse to dismiss those who come from marginalised backgrounds such as the Latino community, such as the black community and many of the communities who are not truly represented as simply rapists are simply immigrants who simply aren't working hard enough like the American people. Shaking my head. (laughs) This negative connotation surrounding the many minorities who are on welfare system is completely problematic and extremely harmful. As you're causing many of the people to be vulnerable to things such as deficiency diseases by not being able to have food stamps, you're leaving them to starve in hunger. You're treating them like people who would, like dictators in third world countries. Simply not right. Simply because of this negative and incorrect false image you hold and perceive of people who are on the welfare system. So let's divulge and talk about the infamous image of the welfare queen. Who is the welfare queen exactly? So the welfare queen was a woman who alternated between different races, black one day, white the next. She usually alternated with different races depending on the types of wigs she'd wear. She'd be identifying as Latina one day, white, black. It'd really depend on the day. And due to this, she'd have to cosplay a lot of characters and therefore she went under many, a cascade of different types of aliases. Well, this welfare queen that was depicted to us by the media was known as Linda Taylor who would fabricate stories in order to be eligible for certain prerequisites of being a type of thing, if you get what I'm saying. Like, she would try and pretend to be an army wife so that she can get, you know, army privileges, such as, you know, something from tax to ease her taxpayers. She would also um, apply for food stamps, multiple food stamps. Essentially, as many things as she could in order to cheat the system. And while I was trying to heavily highlight the fact that, um, highlight the fact about welfare system and the correlation between minorities is because she, like I said before, she used to alternate different races. And this, for sure, influenced how people viewed immigrants and people of colour who were on the welfare system, as I mentioned before. Ronald Reagan, like I mentioned, he basically manifested this type of narrative how these underserving, lazy immigrants and people of colour, these minorities, are basically profiting off the 
hard working taxpayers money and this narrative was profusely bombarded in the media and then like I said it led to people believing in this even though it was completely untrue and this allowed Ronald Reagan to be on the top of his presidential election because he said he stated in let hold on a minute in his campaign speech in January 1976 that in Chicago they found a woman who holds the record she used 80 names 30 addresses 15 telephone numbers to collect food stamps social security numbers veteran benefits from four consistent deadly deceased veteran husbands as well as welfare her tax her tax free cash income alone had been running and hear this guys get this $150,000 a year honestly it's despicable so you heard that guys the direct words of Ronald Reagan of course this was obviously you know over dramatized and exaggerated basically another hyperbole but this kind of underplays what she really was like so apparently she was affiliated with three murders and kidnappings you get did you hear that three murder and kidnappings apparently she she kidnapped three people and murdered them apparently she wasn't actually convicted of all those charges because you know they were they were still trying to target you know the um, the white american demographic into believing that these minorities were basically leeches on the system you know, it was like this concept, like, we all kill, like, every type of human kills, irregardless, irrespective of colour. But this, this is a cheating black woman who is misusing her right as an American citizen in order to gain financially. <laughs> of course, Ronald Reagan didn't act like, for those people who were, like, really nitpicky, of course, Ronald Reagan did specifically, impl- like, mention her race but let's not be woefully stupid here guys this was implied like it was heavily implied of who the person was and who and because she was practically perceived as a black woman she was let's not deny let's not beat around the bush like why do you think ronald reagan's assertion that homelessness were were living on the street by choice not like they had a home to go to but it was so fun that they loved living it in the streets like it was stupid it it just plays on the conventional wisdom about the causes of poverty and that it just blames poor people for their own misfortune it's just horrible So because I'm talking about the correlation between minorities and the welfare system and the influence Ronald Reagan have by coining the term welfare queen, I'm not over-exaggerating here. He d- it did place an influence on how people and their attitudes towards the welfare system and towards people who are minorities being recipients of the welfare system. As for Linda Taylor, (laughs) don't get me started on that woman. She was accused of a plethora of heinous crimes, like I said before. And I think 
it's it's really difficult to identify what type of racial group she actually belongs to because she does look really racially ambiguous. But I do believe she was biracial. She had a white mother and a black father. And as far as I'm concerned, she's scum because all she did, and on all of her doing so, doing all of this for having an extra, I don't know, thousand grand or something, I don't even care how much money she did, she practically fostered negative attitudes towards poor people, forming an environment that practically punishes poor people and creating this attitude in society of allowing it, saying, yeah, well, it's his fault, or it's her fault, she shouldn't have been a drug addict, she shouldn't have been this, she shouldn't have been that. Okay, I, I get I'm, be, I'm being too opinionated here, I need to be more impartial, so I'm not going to just condemn this person, even though she deserves no sympathy whatsoever, in my opinion, I'm going to try to remain impartial. Apparently, her actions by trying to alternate her races actually alternate races from being latino black white whatever this stems from her upbringing because she was born from a white mother and she was actually listed as white on the birth certificate her father's origins are unknown but he is just presumed to be a black man because she did have a lot of milk. She she did have pigment that was a bit darker than the average white person. And she was born in the deep south, nonetheless. And just imagine having this, being a white, probably single mother with a child who looks completely different from you and deviates you in terms of genetics and appearance. Her family side weren't as inclined to accept her. They completely rejected her. So she felt as if she was almost placed in a circumstance where she had no other choice but to pass as different types of races. And in the South, it was almost illegal for her to be black. I mean, of course, biracial, but I've heard like in America, they follow the one drop rule system, which I think is absurd in itself. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the term, the one drop rule is where even if you have a certain percentage of you, a certain percentage of you that is of a different race, whether it be Latino, white, mostly, which are usually used surrounding black people, if you have a certain percentage of you that is black, you are not entirely white. It's this neo-Nazi concept that you have to be pure but no human on this entire earth is actually pure of anything. But let's let that not excuse the fact that she was a scammer because she scammed a lot of people during her time and her family went as far as even to testify against her. And her mum in court literally denounced any ties to her, saying that she basically retrieved her from type of porch, like outside her house, and that she actually never gave birth to her. She did, she's not even related to her. Imagine your own mother. I don't sympathize with her. Like, I just want to make that clear. I want to emphasize I don't sympathize with her at all. It's just heartbreaking. Like, can it? And to add that, that 150,000, it wasn't 150,000, like I mentioned before. It was, when she got caught, it was like 9,000 pounds that she was arrested for. So people are alluded in this um, 
idea, this notion that you can make a six-figure salary by cheating the welfare system. Like, you can't. Sorry to break it to those who are jobless and who are, <laughs> who don't want to ever work again and who wants to sit down in their couch and lay about. Sorry to break it to you. It's just not happening. Like I mentioned before, this whole character of the welfare queen, this whole thing surrounding it was just to push for austerity, really. And it gives you a sense of why we're here right now in this time, in this day and age. Why have we come to this place where we have these sort of attitudes and why we think the way we do? And how welfare system is no longer an entitlement, but but where like you you really like you earn it like it's your right to receive that welfare. But now it's turned to this type of this type of shame. Just exemplifies how the welfare system they wanted poor people to remain poor. Like, you think people like Linda Taylor, as messed up as she is, could afford therapy to actually digest and rationalise why she did the things she did? No, of course not. Us loyal loyal taxpayers are ripped off by our elite class every single day. And let's consider this. She was not only a woman, this Linda Taylor, but she was also a woman of, a, a woman of colour. The ramifications of merely existing as a woman of colour. You weren't allowed to work in fine establishments, in really lovely positions. <laughs> you were lucky to even receive a position as a maid or as a cook or even a janitor. Most people would have been pleased back then. So as many of us would want to grab her by the neck and choke her and punish her for what she did, we simultaneously want to applaud her for this charade that she performed. For taking on this devilish welfare system by the, by the hand and by the horns. Side note, she actually changed her name, not only to keep up with the cascade of identity she was trying to keep up but apparently the girl had a warrant (laughs) some type of slim and queen type of stuff going on here so yeah as much as we detest the things she's done and as much as we detest the stereotype that now lives on and exists and is existent this transcendent image of of minorities that still exist because of this woman you can't like I'm not gonna most people at the back of their minds will kind of be like fair game to you fair game this was this this was me Saron Asmaram your host talk today